Welcome, Oncers. You have discovered the Once Upon a Time Fan Podcast. This is an unofficial podcast dedicated to the hit ABC TV show, Once Upon a Time. And now, here are your hosts, Jeff and Colleen Roney. Hello. Hello. Is everyone out there? Mm, probably. Man, what a ride. Definitely. Definitely, definitely. So this is still Jeff and Colleen from the Once Upon a Time Fan Podcast. As that wonderful introducer person told you, this is the First Thoughts Podcast episode about the exactly well-named episode, Broken Heart. Mm-hmm. And this is episode number 307. The show notes can be found at onceuponatimepodcast.com slash 307. Lots of uh, things going on. Mm-hmm. And I should probably play this here. Just relax, everybody. If you're a Rumbell fan, you're probably not at this point. Yeah. And I would say... Quite a number of Captain Swan folk are not as well. Absolutely. So this was a rough one for, I think, a lot of different fans and folks that enjoy Once Upon a Time. So, KBIG. All right. That's only funny to the folks in L.A. I know. Well... So this was a very, very, there's a lot of things. The first thing I want to say, we'll just go ahead and jump in right here, is this episode should have been shown two weeks ago as the second episode in the two-parter. Because it started right at the end of birth. It would have been the perfect, perfect two-episode two-hour special. Yeah. And they should have shown the Bear King this week. Yeah. And then they would show the next episode, uh, Swan Song, next week. Mm -hmm. And I think that would have been perfect. Yeah. Because you would have had a bit of a, oh, what happens next? Right. Right. So that's just my opinion. But, um, so yeah, we, a lot of things in this episode was about trust and the one thing early on that Killian said was, I feel reborn. And we yeah. saw that whole process. He yeah, was we did. Basically in the netherworld, in hell. Or no, in no, no. This he was in the under- dark one I know, vault. I know. But I mean, thematically. Got it. He was in this place in being reborn. Yeah, yeah. Coming back up to yeah. The, the earth yeah. right, the, 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 from beneath. So yeah. it was very interesting watching that whole process and him being basically claimed by this darkness. So we've mm-hmm. seen little things like that, but it was interesting to see it. And the, the discussion that he and Rumple, the faux Rumple, were, was having in the forest. Mm-hmm. I, a number of times I did smile and giggle a little bit. Robert Carlyle is a fantastic actor. Mm -hmm. And I love when they, yes, but I love when they say, just have fun with it. Mm -hmm. Just, just throw little accents here and there. He is just so fun. He's fantastic. 
and also Colin O'Donohue mm. got some room tonight. And what's funny is these Dark One characters, except for Emma, kind of can be Shakespearean. And mm-hmm. they can really kind of be over the top and flourishes and all that kind of thing. So well, I thought that was kind of fun. It was very obvious to me that Colin was channeling Robert Carlyle at yes. one point, which was spectacular. Yeah. So one of the things I noticed, too, is the the themes that I think really came out is that when you're faced with a situation, for instance, a death of someone that you love, and we kind of touched on it in the previous, um, in the main show Mm -hmm. for the two-parter, is that you're up against a wall and you say, well, the only thing I can do is is turn my love who just died into a dark one. Mm Mm-hmm. And you, when you're faced with that kind of thing, you get short-sighted. And what's really cool is that Regina finally said, well, basically, you didn't think. You didn't think about all the different things that, are, that we have to face now. Right. You were just thinking about, and, you know, we touch on the fact that, look, she was in love, but she was being selfish. Mm-hmm. And another huge theme tonight was that Emma didn't want to include anyone else. She and and Henry called her on it and so did Regina. It was just you you wanted to do things on her own and Emma said, I felt like I should just kind of isolate myself. Mm-hmm. Whenever you isolate yourself it's a bad from thing. your friends, your family, anyone that can really help you out, it's never a good thing. Right. And so we saw that tonight. And we it really did. hurt Henry. Yeah it did. Because then he said, oh, I can't trust you. And trust was a huge thing. Right. Emma Hook didn't feel like Emma would tr- could trust him. Mm-hmm. And, and trust was a big deal. Henry and all that. So, but um, the music was really loud in Gold Shop. It was really loud. Oh, I didn't pay attention to that part. No, just... just Pass that along to oh, okay. uh, Adam and Eddie and, yeah. and all oh, that. Okay. But I mean, it all was. Right. So I guess there. So there's Harry Potter, there's Twilight, and there's the Dark One Chronicles. I guess this is a <laughs> huge read there in the library and storybook. Yeah. yeah. You know. Yeah. Go read that. And Emma said, look, I don't have time to, uh, you know, read all that. Yeah. So I was not aware. I did not see when Emma had that cuff put on her to basically block her magic. So last I week. Thought that was uh, last episode and birth. They did it at the end. Okay. They froze her at the end, remember? And they threw the cuff on her at that all point. All right. All right. Uh, Zelina did. Or maybe it was Hook. And we... And I'm not I'm not making any statements about Jennifer Morrison. I'm not making any statements about Emma. But we did talk about that someone who is taken over by the darkness can be reminiscent of someone being taken over by uh, abuse, alcohol, drugs, something sure. something else sure. that's in them sure. takes over. Uh, yeah. And it was really interesting that charming and snow said no 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 emma we trust you but we don't trust the darkness right and it's 
we've had we have uh, friends that have battled uh, alcoholism and, mm-hmm. and different kinds of addictions and, and yeah. that kind of a thing. And we love the people. We care about the people, mm-hmm. but it's the addiction and what it can do and how it can change and uh, what it makes you do. And that's kind of a, that's part of life sometimes. It's like, mm-hmm. no, 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 we love you. It's just it's difficult. Uh, we to trust handle. you. It's very difficult to deal with. You know, and, and you know, I've talked to people where, you know, sometimes my my compassion gets on the on the upper hand of things. Like, no, it's a it's someone that we care about, and we're gonna and reach out and help them out. And I've I've talked to friends that say, oh, if it's if it's drugs or if it's um, alcohol, just just forget it, just just let them go because you're never ever gonna be able to trust them. And they've had more difficult times. Like, oh, I'll change, I'll change, I'll change, and it's just it's. It's really, really difficult. And so I understand that kind of, especially being a parent of a child that has, you know, addiction trouble, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's tough. And, and cause you, you, you love your kids, you know, well, wherever sure. they are and well, whatever they're doing, but it's, it's hard when you include addiction in that. So. We saw Merlin and Lancelot, but th- this this was only like a one period of time flashback, flash forward, and they're mm-hmm. using the lost sound now mm. for sure. For the people that watch Lost, you know that when you hear that, you know, whoosh, then it's coming back. Yeah, you're you're flashing back to the present time or whatever. Mm-hmm. So anyway, it's kind of a an audible cue cue. Mm-hmm. So. Lancelot's mother is the Lady of the Lake. Yeah. I think they may have mentioned that before, but well, yeah. I, mean, I thought we've you... sound, I, I thought we've seen the Lady of the Lake. I thought it was no, no, the no, siren. No, 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 no. The siren's a different one. Okay, I'm sure it's a very different one. Uh, we originally thought it might be yeah. Lady of the Lake, but it's really not Lady of the Lake. Uh, I mean, Lancelot's full name is Lancelot du Lac, which means Lancelot of the Lake. Okay. So it makes sense, perfect sense, that his mother would be the Lady of the Lake. And that's typical Arthurian legend anyway. Well, I figure if, we, if we've had two, if we have had two Excaliburs, and more than likely, okay, now we have two Lady of the Lakes, one not, one, one not the true, and now the true. Right, so. well, because the other one was just the siren that was guarding the lake. So, uh, Steph, at uh, the Once Upon at the Time podcast, and probably more than her, gets crazy nuts that they go back and forth with the names they call each other. Mm. And it really stood out tonight when Charming was talking to Mary Margaret. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I don't know why they go back to those old names. I know we are both. I've heard the speech that he said. I get what he was saying. Mm-hmm. But I mean... Let's bury those old names. Uh, you know, they're, they're, they're not cursed anymore. We're not season one. We're not even season right. two. We can kind of move on. Let's just call them Snow and Charming. I don't know why they go back to those names. I don't know why. Well, okay. So David makes sense because that's his name. Yes. Right? Okay. right. So David's his real yes. name. Mary Margaret was not hers. It's right. Snow. And I don't know why he doesn't just call her Snow. But anyway. So it just drives me kind of crazy. And 
they're in fairy tale land clothes. Why call her Mary Margaret? I I just don't. Get Who it. knows, honey? So Hook had a little off comment. He goes, "Why are all the dark ones dressed like monks?" And so he snapped out of his uh, cloak. And well, yeah, you know, that was kind of funny. Because that's what Nimue adopted as the costume for the newly born, you know, dark ones. Apparently, and Hook called the faux rumple a spirit and it reminded me of a christmas carol mm, mm-hmm, and so mm-hmm. it was kind of that whole yeah thing yeah. so anyway and then the faux rumple mentioned that there's always a loophole he was talking about emma and this and that the curse. And how well, things are yeah casting a curse right. you don't want to be here cast the curse yeah because rumple's back home in storybrooke yes. and that's what you know hook was all about was revenge I love the way that Emma helped Killian basically not hear Rumple Faux Rumple's voice in his head mm-hmm. by really, I think, focusing on love. Mm-hmm. I, I love you. Focus on me. Focus on things. And and that's really interesting because even in the last or two episodes ago, Emma was basically trying to do that. You know. The, the sea calms you, so I'm going to put mm-hmm. a spyglass here mm-hmm. so you can look out, and this will calm you. Yeah, yeah. And, but that reminded me of what Killian did for her riding the horse out yeah. to the flowers. So it's interesting that she did the same thing for him mm-hmm. that he did for her when she was struggling. And, man, I... I love that little interchange between Gold and Bell when they were leaving Regina's house and Gold said, you know, I can't, I'm not going to go. My, the way I'm going to deal with this situation is not going to be found in books. So I'm going to, I'm going to prepare a different way. I have to face things. And then Bell said, well, no, but you, you, basically scared off Merida, you you've got through that, you faced your fear. And he said, No, you don't understand. I mean, I've had a life of cowardice. I know what it's like to run away and kind of cheat facing my problems and I need to do this the right way. So and it was really interesting and the point is that the house that they film Regina's house in I think that's the first time I've ever, well, probably the second time I've seen all those people there. Because when. Oh, they've uh, been there a number of when times. When Whale led the mob. They've been in there a number of times. Two. Anyway, but it was just interesting that, that uh, Gold went right and went along the pathway toward the garage over on the right side, which, I mean, normally just people just go straight out the front gate. It was kind of funny. So I, I guess he brought his uh, his car. Yeah. Emma with the cuff on was kind of like old Emma. She was back to being the savior. The cuff restrains the dark magic. It locks down her light magic, but it restrained her dark magic. And I thought that was very interesting because they felt like they could trust her with the cuff on. And they were, you know, able to be, you know, with her again. And it should have shown her, hey, you're being restrained. The darkness is what's being restrained in you. That's what they don't trust. That's why it's being restrained. Yeah. But look, they're all with you. They're all behind you and they want to help you and they love you. And I mean, it was just, it was very, um, it was very interesting to see that. 
Yeah, Zelina is going to the Anakin School of Whining. I'm really tired of her whining. I enjoy her little snappy comebacks and that kind of thing, but the whining is really, I'm, I'm, I'm over it. Babyhood. Oh, my gosh. That's oh, pretty dude. funny. Dude. Pretty funny. Well, the fact that she went to the hospital thinking that they'd be there is kind of silly because, as we all know, they're not going to stay at the hospital. Are you kidding me? So, yeah, babyhood was pretty funny. Right. That was quite a quite a hilarious little thing. And Nurse Ratchet, of course. I mean, did she honestly think she was going to survive up, going up against, well, you know, Zelina with power? If Come anyone on. should... If anyone should kind of whine about getting knocked out, besides Whale, it should be Nurse Ratchet. Yeah, she Every keeps... time anybody walks yeah. by to do some type of something, yeah, they, they, give, they give her some kind of Sleeping, spiked coffee yeah, spiked or they tea, knock her out coffee. or something. She, she should be the maddest. I mean, you know, <gasps> poor Whale in his, in his, in his uh, hair, hair dye, but yeah. anyway. Or Nurse Ratchet, but she she's been called back a lot. Yeah, she has been. I mean, you know, kind of a side character. Well, sure. So Merritt is in town. Yep. She Regina asked her to guard Emma at her yeah, house. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And she was there, and yeah. uh, I thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah, but before we skip to that part. Uh, the whole Regina and Zelina conversation in the hospital, you know, the whole thing where she said, this insanity has to stop. Right. And Zelina actually for a moment was like, yeah, I don't think it's going to though. You're right, but it's not going to. And that's when Regina had the idea. No, there's potentially a way for this to happen. And I was like, what is she going to do? And um, and so that was a very, but it was a very interesting conversation. It's a very different Regina because Regina could have just laid her out and just said, "That's it, we're done," and probably could have produced any number of things if she thought about it to stop her from going anywhere else. But I love the fact that she's at least trying really hard to get her on the path of redemption. And even she even started down down that that path, so to speak. And Zelina's like, "Look, I've heard it all before. It's not going to happen." And that's when Regina's like, no, I think there's a way to make it happen. And, well, I'll certainly talk about that once we get to that Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. But I I thought that was a great conversation between the two of them. And it's, again, something that, you know, we've kind of all wanted is that, you know, look, Zelina could be, if she were good or if she could get herself redeemed, she could be a really good ally for them. But it's what's going to, what's it going to take? And... So um, that was a really just a very interesting conversation. And then we have Merida, who is babysitting Emma, which I think is hilarious. And Merida is just fired up, Mm -hmm. just ready to go to town. And uh, Emma's like, come on, seriously, you know, you know, cuffed up and everything. She's just totally calm, cool, collected. And then all of a sudden it's I could blow out your knee and then Hook comes in. And uh, that was quite an interesting thing. And poor poor Merida got thrown against the wall. Man, they love doing force push against the wall. Well, either that or choking. So well, yeah, that's my point. Choking. It's very Star Wars. Yeah. The and I wrote this down a lot, and there there is a lot of. So I, I wrote this down where Emma told Killian that the darkness is using you. And so that was one of the big things mm-hmm. that, you know, when we mentioned that 
Rumpel made a lot of mistakes and he shows power over love and, and some people don't like to hear that. And, and then I get long messages or, or about uh, how, how he was abused and, and this and that, but he, it was kind of set out that the darkness changes you and it causes you to make different decisions. Very okay. bad ones. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. But understand, but, it was really, it really went in a totally different uh, direction tonight. You know, one of the things I thought about when I was watching the episode tonight is basically the ones that you love can hurt you the most because they know you mm-hmm. the best. Mm-hmm. They know all the things that okay. they know the buttons to push. Yep. And they know more about your past and because you're closer to right. them right. and so some of the things that that hook said to emma just were heartbreaking because he really went for the jugular he goes that's why you'll always be an orphan oh. and you know i mean that's that's but see that's i don't think that was hook talking right that's i think that's more nimue I think that's more mm-hmm. all the dark ones, but mostly Nimue. She's the root of everything. She's the problem. Yeah. Once you destroy Nimue, I think that destroys the darkness. That's my opinion because you you destroy the origin the origin of the darkness, the source of the original darkness. Because all she's done is imbue others with that darkness, right? Right. Destroy Nimue, and you will destroy the darkness. Then there were, so there's a lot of discussions tonight about trust and also belief mm-hmm. when the, it was that similar situation when Charming and Snow came out and saw Regina with the uh, dark one dagger getting to the truth of the matter from Emma and, mm-hmm. and, and her mind helping her, but Snow and Charming felt right. like, no, 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 you're, you're, you're abusing power yeah. and, yeah. and, and all that to get that information out. And we revisit that tonight when the, you know, faux rumple stirring up trouble and saying, you know, do you, you, do you hear that? That means Excalibur is near mm-hmm. and Emma's lying to you. Mm-hmm. Emma has Excalibur and she's trying to control you. And, you know, I, I wrote that down before, but the, and we'll talk about it in a bit, but it was just the idea when somebody that you love doesn't believe in you to to whatever level you want, mm-hmm. I mean that's that's hurtful. Yeah, it is. and it's not. Um, it, it, and, and sometimes it's it's a little, and sometimes it's a lot. But I mean that's the one thing that really kind of bothered him the most is that you don't believe in me to the point where you think you have to keep Excalibur to mm-hmm. control me, mm-hmm. and. You know, so I mean, that's that's. I think that's across the board with a lot of different people. Is you know, trust and belief in someone. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the same thing. I need to really talk to Gold though about uh, leaving the key in the safe. Why in the <laughs> world would you leave the key right there? And you're walking around and all that, and then you come back and you say, oh, I'm going to put this right here. The key's there. It, it was there in this particular instance, but it's not always there. Look, and he took it got, away. 
If you got people stealing the, the squid sure. ink in the first sure. place, sure. would you leave the key in there? I mean, I, I guess it was empty at this point. I, I just don't, I, I don't understand. It was. All. It really was. And by the way, just to kind of go through the whole power thing and the person that loves you the most hurts you the most, which again, Rumple and Bell kind of, that was a theme tonight. He's hurt her in immeasurable ways. And, and the, the thing that, I'm struck by most, I think, is that the people who love you most, who know you best, can hurt you by unleashing those things on you. So to be truthful, there's more power in not doing so. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, Hook thinks he's more powerful because he unleashed on her. Right. But it's actually not. It would have been more powerful. And much more impactful if he had not unleashed on her. Yeah. So I didn't know this, but once you go green, you never go queen. <laughs> I, I had no idea, but oh, now I know that. Oh my God. Wow. So I guess Oz is uh, it's a sexy place. I'm not even going to go there. Okay. All right. So, that was very childish, by the way, of her to say that. Yeah. And so, you know, we have some more of that stuff where she was basically goading Regina into just... And then, oh, yeah. you know, Regina had that fireball hand ready to go. Oh, she was <laughs> she, ready. She was ready. She had to pull it back, boy. She did. She restrained it. Yeah. And even Robin was like, whoa. But he understood and he gets it, you know. And, and okay, I still want to know what they're going to name this baby. Yeah. Right. Well, no, they got to go to Granny's and do an official announcement like they did Neil. That's true. So this is this is really. I know it's tough for Regina because a number of times Zelina has kind of you know go to her and was like, oh, now you're not really a part of this, are you? You know, mm-hmm. look at look at mm-hmm. this. It's my baby, my baby, and it, it's sad how life really becomes a Jerry Springer show mm-hmm. and it's just yeah. the the control I have it's my baby it's not your in baby daddy and baby mama and all that kind of thing and it's just it's sad that a child is a pawn in a mm-hmm. game yeah. to get back at someone sometimes right. in, in certain situations but not here, all here's the thing I'm going to say and I thought about this too she has never held her daughter Right. She was taken from her before she had a chance to even hold her. Right. She barely got a chance to even see her. So there that that initial bond between a mother and child in the first few hours, first few minutes of the child's life, that's not there. Mm-hmm. She didn't get that opportunity. You know? So um that's part of the reason why she was being so petulant petulant and so childlike. Yeah. I think. I think she was also, you know, struggling because she was she was realizing she was losing any kind of leverage she had. And the fact that, you know, Robin and Regina were very uh, mature and basically said, you know, look, against our better instincts, we're going to allow you to come visit her as long as one of us is present. And you can spend time with her. She, we're not going to be a family. The three of us, you know, Robin... 
Zelina and the baby, but you can be a part of her life. You can visit with her. You're going to be under supervision, supervision, but you know what? We want you to participate. And I thought that was kind of cool and very mature of them to say, look, uh, unless you give us another reason why not to do this, we're going to go ahead and do this anyway. Even though we don't really want to, we're going to let you do it because you know what? It's the it's the right thing to do. Well, the word leverage reminds me of the movie Liar Liar mm-hmm. with Jim mm-hmm. Carrey at yeah. the end with the court case. Yeah, and the head of the uh, the, the firm, the, law the firm. firm that he was working for, yeah. said, "I love kids because they're leverage." And he just, Jim Carrey just went off and he goes, children are not leverage. Right. And, and it's interesting that you bring that up and I'm not picking, but I'm just saying it kind of goes with what I was saying is, is they become leverage and pawns in, in a game of one parent against the other or, or two parents against one and that kind of a thing. We've seen that unfortunately in real life, Yeah, Yeah. you know, with people whose kids are leverage and it's, it's really unfortunate because they shouldn't be. They really shouldn't be. Look, you know, they're innocent in all this. And divorce. Whatever, yeah, it's tough. Divorce is tough <clears throat> as it is. But then when you, you know, pull children into that manipulation and mind games and all kinds of stuff mm-hmm. between, you know, these two or three parents, it's it's really it's not fair. And uh, but I really did think that. You know, Regina and Robin took the high road, and I thought for a split second that they would cure the what to do with babyhood for mm-hmm. the rest of the season mm-hmm. and just have her take the child. Yeah. I thought that's what was going to nope. happen for two seconds. Nah. But I do like the idea that, and see, this is, even though. I've always said that Once Upon a Time is really great storybook character writing in that it's it's at the end and more of these animated features that we've seen from Disney. It's the day after. It's the month after. It's the year after of Happily Ever After, whatever. These but, are not just two-dimensional characters. Yes, and, and but I like the things that are happening now because – these situations are more have more depth than they did in the first season it's because now i mean probably the one situation i remember was archie's conversation with regina about Mm -hmm. henry he goes Mm -hmm. i will do whatever i need to do for the best of henry i mean that's kind of messy and and the same thing with now is it's not it's not a cut and dry thing it's not Mm -hmm. our baby and this is it and and we're going to have granny keep him forever and until he grows up or whatever but but it's a it's a learning experience is a you need to grow and regina said the only way i grew is the unconditional love of henry it changed me and it showed me that i needed to do better right for him and because of that then it was better for her and she knew that it changed her whole life right and you know i hope that zelina comes to that comes to that mm-hmm. i i, I hope yeah. so and then we see that yeah that good zelina i, I think so. we will and i think that we will because they're going to need her to f- help fight off all these dark ones they're going to need her And I, I just want to say, say this, you know, and it's, it's interesting, you know, thinking about Lost, you know, in that final episode, 
And one of the, the core themes of that was, is letting go, you know, and whether it's death or, or, or something, Regina had to let go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's a mother. Mm-hmm. And there's something very spiritual and magical about a maternal connection. Mm-hmm. Any woman can take care of a child and they don't have to have a blood connection. Right. I mean, stepmothers and, and that kind of a thing. Adoptive mothers. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, but she had to basically share that mm-hmm. with Zelina, a sister mm-hmm. who she rarely got along with at all, yeah. if ever. And so, you know, Regina is taking the high road and mm-hmm. learning and growing and uh, hopefully Zelina can do the same thing. But anyway, yeah. just uh, Regina having to share that responsibility. It's just like, it's like her and Emma mm-hmm. with Henry. Sure. So hopefully she's she's prepared for it. Uh, oh, Operation Cobra Part 2. Who knew? Yep. Yep. No new names. Just we'll, we'll tack on a Part <laughs> 2 for this. Of course. It brings it back full circle to Season 1, doesn't it? Yes. Yeah. It really does. Season one is such a great season. Mm-hmm. It's just almost mm-hmm. perfect. Yep. Except for the genie episode, maybe. And um, anyway, uh, so Excalibur looked like it was only half there. Uh-huh. And I, I thought it was all she together. Him. Nope. But I think it was it half. Together. Yeah, it was a half because it right. was a flashback. She tethered him yeah. to the sword. She didn't tether him to the dagger. So she is tethered to the dagger still. She hasn't she hasn't united them. Yes. So Emma showed that she trusted Killian mm-hmm. by giving him the sword. Yeah. That he was tethered to. Yeah. So then we have this other situation that was set up toward the beginning of the episode of that Killian and uh Rumpel mm-hmm. are gonna finish their battle right. on the ship. Right. This time, no Mila, but they're going to finish their, their sword fight. And, you know, it's a very, it's very interesting that, that uh, Killian and Emma are very similar. They're, they, they have a very um, controlled personality. Mm-hmm. But once Killian became the dark one, he has this very kind of wide range of, of personality. Mm-hmm. And he goes, well, since I don't want anyone to think that, you know, you're, you're limp and you're, the way you walk, you know, will lose you this fight. So I'm going to fix it for you. So he basically healed his limp mm-hmm. uh, so he could fight. So I thought that was kind of Yeah, which um, was very interesting. Yeah. How long is that going to last, by the way? That's a good question. And Rumpel said, well... I don't really need all this kind of help because I, I know what I'm fighting for. I'm fighting for the one I love. And so the, the, the fight went on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so Rumpel ran him through yeah. with his sword, yeah, which I believe was Hook's old sword. Yeah, it was. I think. Yeah, pretty sure it was. And so he ran him through. Yeah. So he, in effect, won mm-hmm. at that point. Sort of. And then and then uh, Killian said, well, you know, we can do this all day. This, this is nothing. Please, this is, yeah, this isn't going to do anything. And that's when he cut him with the hook. Yes. Scratched his arm. Mm-hmm. 
And then he's laying there on the on the deck of the ship, and he smartly unties some of the rigging and drops the the sandbags on hook. Yep. And gets Excalibur. Yep. Could have offed him. Oh, absolutely. And killed him. But it would have tethered him to the sword. Right. Yeah. He would have become the dark one again. And and so he let him go. Yep. Killian disappeared. Yeah. And he still had the sword. Yeah. And he threw it away. Uh, you know, it's just, this is a very different rumple. A very different gold. Very much so. He... He threw he threw the sword he away. Tossed it away, yeah. And he said, "But the thing is, he says, I won, but it's because I bested you. It's mm-hmm. not that I destroyed you; I bested you." Mm-hmm. And so, these are very different, quote unquote, ex villains that we're seeing here. Sure, these are these are villains that have learned the the lesson that they need to. Right. It gave him the boost of confidence he mm-hmm. needed. But what I found myself thinking during this time is I'm like, that was a little too easy. Yeah, yeah. Really? That's a little too easy. And as we saw later, there's a reason why it unfolded the way it did. Because pretty confident, Hook could have just flattened him. Well, and another thing, without too, even trying. is uh, faux rumple earlier talked about confidence yeah, yeah. So confidence is easy to start a fight but confidence is rarely used to end one that wasn't for rumple that said that okay somebody mentioned it it was rumple i thought okay. rumple said it to right. to to some, emma to emma mm-hmm. yeah yeah because she's like i'm gonna do this i need your right. help he's like yeah no not gonna happen so the they go back to Granny's, and Emma grabs out Merlin's heart. Emma does not grab out Merlin's heart. Okay, Hook, Hook did. does. Okay, Hook did. And and so then Rumpel says, "Well, be careful. That's the oldest heart in the realms. In all the realms. He said, what did you cut into? It? Yeah, let's cut, cut it open ring. and look for the rings. Count the yeah, rings. Right." I was because which is a joke about the tree because that's how you judge how old the tree is when the ring you count the rings and that'll tell you how many we years still, old the tree is. We still are are kind of tap dancing around because <clears throat> I don't believe. Okay, the heart that they were holding is the oldest heart in the realms. Yeah, they weren't holding Belle's heart. No, <clears throat> I really think that she's. The the key to all this thing, I mean, we're 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 again we're getting Merlin is oldest. And my, I'm telling you, hmm. I, we 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 haven't seen the the one behind no, but, all this. But stuff, that so. was the loophole, right? Yeah, you understand right, that was right. loophole. Is that Killian destroying Merlin, crushing Merlin's heart, was actually not Killian doing it? It was Nimue doing it. Okay. Right? Because Nimoy's in his head. Right. And because she lives in his head, it was it was well, transference proxy, if you will. He was the proxy. She's the one who actually cast the curse because she's the one who crushed the heart, even though it was Killian's physical hand doing it. And I haven't got to that part yet, but I did want to ask is that supposedly when that heart is crushed and Merlin's dead, then that would kill all the dark ones, too. That's what Emma said. Mm-mm. 
No. Okay. It wouldn't. So, and Nimue reappears. We've seen her again. Yep. And had some part of that exchange. And then this clock tower is an amazing place. That's where you hide yeah, the dark one dagger. Sure. That's where you put the hat, the <clears throat> magical hat. Sure. Sorcerer's and hat. Absolutely. that's where, when you steal all the dream catchers of everyone in town from the shack or the shed or whatever, yeah, yeah. you just put them up in the clock tower. You yep. put a protection spell around it, but that's where it go. I, I just... Okay, but here's the thing that did did kind of bother me. So the whole point was, you know, they figured out, okay, we've lost our memories about what happened, including Emma, which explains why she, when I was going to say this, when the curse happened, that's why she had her memories taken away. That's why when she woke up and came back into Granny's and they came back, she said, I'm going to punish you all for what you've done. Okay. She doesn't know what they did because she couldn't remember because her memories were taken away. But the fact that she went dark means that they didn't they didn't save her like she expected. That's why I think she said that at the beginning. Okay. Because I don't think they didn't do anything to her. Still kind of chancy though. I, I would agree with you, but it made for great drama at the very beginning okay. of the first episode of this season, didn't it? So my point is, is that we're finding out. Oh, wait a second. She has no reason to punish them at all. Well, okay, so I wrote down uh, when Killian crushed the heart, he's really gone dark because that was yeah. the one that was the one thing where Merlin told Nimue, don't kill. Right. Right. And you can still stay stay light or, right. or you can still more fight light. it off. Right. You can fight and it off. So like he's definitely gone in all the way. And and kind of like what you were saying in the main show. He's weaker yeah. than Emma. Emma's stronger, being the savior, sure. even with the darkness in her. Yeah. She's still stronger to fight it off. Right. Unfortunately, he's ready to just kind of jump in. And well, so. and again, as shocking as it is, is he really? He crushed the heart. I understand that. And caused the, got the uh, curse going. Absolutely. There's got to be something that will be redeemable about him, though. There has to be. And I think it's going to be his brother and the ring. That's why it was brought up again recently. Something's going to happen with Liam's ring that's going to remind him Mm. of who he should really be. And that will help him fight the darkness. Well, definitely. I think there's some kind of a clue coming up with the the episode title when we come back in March, for sure. Yeah. All right. So... In an amazing twist I did not see coming, because I don't read spoilers, mm-hmm. is Belle broke it off with Rumple. Yeah. I really didn't see it coming. I mean, sometimes in this show, there's a path and you go, well, of course it's going to go this way. Right. And it was basically just different. She said, look. I, I love you. I've fought for you all this time. I, I spent years, years trying to repair I believed your in you. Yeah. I saw the good in you. Yeah. But I don't know that I want to be with you anymore. And I need to figure it out. And the only way I can figure it out is basically not be with you. Yep. And You're I was very, very surprised. Yeah, I, I, I did not see that coming. And she said, I need to protect my heart. Yeah. 
So the only way she can do that is to not be with Rumple. So I, 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 I don't know. It's really, it, it is. And the saddest part of it was, is he said, look, if I survive this battle, I'll meet you yeah. at the well. Yeah. So it's kind of like all those yeah. romantic movies, you know? Oh, yeah. If you love me, meet me at the place in the thing and whatever, and, and we'll kiss or something. There's so. a great, 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 phenomenal old movie that I absolutely love, mostly because it's Cary Grant, uh, but Cary Grant and Deborah Carr and An Affair to Remember. And they fall in love on a cruise ship, even though crossing from Europe back to New York, even though they're both involved with other people. He's engaged to be married to someone else and she's you know with another man and they fall in love with each other and he realizes that the only way to do this is he's got to you know make enough money to support her she's got to do you know make enough because they're both being kept by very wealthy people and he promises you know in six months let's meet at the top of you know the empire state building and then we'll start our new life and they're about to get, they're going to get married. And, and he says, you know, she says, what if we can't? And he goes, don't think like that. And she goes, but if we can't be there, it'll be for a very good reason. And I'm not going to spoil the rest of the movie because you really need to see it. But like that's kind of in Seattle. Well, they were watching that. Yes. Think, yeah. That was part so. of what prompted it. But anyway, yes. So an affair to remember amazing movie. This reminded me very much of this. I'll be at the well. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're there, I'll know. Well, it's never been kissed. I mean, yeah, it's, well, a lot, it's there, been yeah, done there's a lot. A, it's been done a lot of movies, yeah. but and if I remember, is a great, great movie. Anyway, all right. So the Merlin is now gone. He's gone. So <sighs> he is. That was traumatic, actually. So now we know why we haven't seen Merlin in the present day right, story. Book. Right. So, okay, I'm, I'm updating the magical laws and little tidbits and all that. So I know we have forgetting spells. Mm-hmm. I know we have forgetting potions. Yes, we do. So now we have the old pull the memories out with the dream catcher thing. Sure, because dream catchers hold, pull memories and they also reveal them. Whew. We've seen that okay. all season long. All right. So, but that's a new way. We you also missed the locator don't... spell too that they used to oh, find yeah, yeah, them. That yeah. was kind of funny, and I love that Henry was helping out with that. But anyway, oh yeah, absolutely. And Henry, Henry's kind of the magical bell in that he knows the yeah. magical stuff. So I thought it was interesting that you know they got to the point where okay, we we're going to pull those memories out. They had to take the cuff off of Emma, Emma in order right. to do it. They know that they can trust her now because. Hook is far darker than she was. Mm-hmm. She still has the potential to go dark again. However, I think she's definitely fighting it and has been this whole time. She's figured out how to fight it. Now she's got to figure out how to save everyone and get rid of it out of her at the same time. And to get back, and to, and to, get back to kind of what we were talking about before is that doing something wrong... For the right reasons, mm-hmm. which actually echoes mm-hmm. back to the premiere Merlin. episode mm-hmm. of this season, yeah, is never really a good idea because right. even this curse that Emma cast, yeah, from that little uh, 
cauldron in the back with uh-huh. the crushed heart of Merlin, the thing you love most and all yeah, that, yeah. is it was just a cover-up. It was just to, to keep remove their memories. Yep. And, I, I mean, how long are you going to try and hoodwink people and keep them from the truth? It's never a good idea. Right. It's just, uh, you know, anyway, it's she just. She thought she was doing. Here's the right. thing. She thought she was going to be able to remove the darkness before anybody had an opportunity to figure out what really happened. So she would spare them the, the devastation of what happened. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, now it's she didn't have a choice. Right. So she pulled their memories, mm-hmm. which was kind of funny the way they did that whole thing. I was highly amused by it. It's very cheesy 1950s movie kind of a thing. Anywho, what so, I was going to say is that so they got the memories pulled out and they all remembered exactly what happened. And then Emma had that look on her face. Well, lady agrees. Mm-hmm. So uh, we see Arthur again mm-hmm. and Guinevere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Lancelot is nowhere near Guinevere. But no, so no, because he's he's with the Lady of the Lake, right? He's on a two day journey to Lady of the Lake, and that was one of the things that Hook even told him, or whoever told him, heading to. Oh no, no, Merlin told him. You know, it's two days journey. If you survive it, great. Then you can help us. If not, at least you will have spent the last few days, few months you've had with your mother. Yeah. And then you have to go over that bridge with the 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 weird parts of the. Maybe I don't think that was part of it, but anyway. To go get the eternal flame of something. Yeah, no, no, no. Anyway, the I thought it was funny that Arthur really kind of helped us out with, you know, Guinevere said, "What is that?" And he said, "That's dark magic." Really dark. And he magic. said, "Extremely dark, dark magic. magic." So I mean, there, there's a difference. Of course. To, of course. You know, of course. So he could spot There's levels it. of magic. Oh, my gosh. It's not just, you know. Man, I thought it was kind of funny. So the memories are returned to our Storybrooke group. Mm-hmm. And then that clicks with Emma. It's like, oh, I know they're, what they're going to do now. Because they knew, <clears throat> she knew that there was a hint mm-hmm. or a clue yeah, yeah. in the information from those memories. Right. You know, it just, you know. Which is? You don't know? Go ahead. And I don't, okay. I, I wrote my notes. I don't, I didn't have that written down. Okay. Well, I will tell you what it is. It's to snuff out the darkness, uh, snuff out the light completely. Okay. So th- that's been mentioned before. Absolutely. But never been followed through. So unless, but, yeah. they, unless they have a whole other plan we just don't know about, that seems to be the direction they're going to try and take it in is to try to remove all the lightness, all that light from, from the world. I thought it was funny that Rimple's, uh, Rimple, Rumple has been the only person who's been to hell and back. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, that is pretty funny. You know. Yep. So, um, so his his blood is helpful to whatever. Right. It opens bloody hell. It opens. <laughs> yeah. the, he goes. That's even what the he goes. That's where the that's where it came from. So then, add add the pond is a portal. We've seen all kind of portals. Absolutely, and it will open and, at the moon's zenith. But yeah. it will also open if you know how to open it. And by the way, the best way to do that is blood of somebody who's been to hell and back. 
Yeah. So I remember, I can't remember which Def Leppard video there is, but there is this group of, it looks like monks or something, and they're, the they're singing something oh, okay. in one of their songs, but it reminded me of that. Okay. <laughs> that. It's like the Def Leppard singers on this boat. <laughs> We're going to see Hades at some point because yeah. that's who guards, you know, that's the ruler of the underworld. And we're probably going to see some other things I would imagine. Um, and the ferryman who is steering the boat. Yes. We're going to find out that person's name is Charon or Charon. That's the, at least the name I always well, know of. And, we'll find- and it's going to end up being the river sticks somehow because that's what it is or well, lead yeah. to the river sticks. And there's another, Oh, I can't think of the name of it. Anyway, yeah. But I hope they have name tags on yeah. the dark one. So we see Gorgon. Which one's Gorgon? Yeah, which one's Gorgon? Uh, if we see a two or three headed dog, that's Cerberus, who right. is one of the guardians of the underworld. So. Well, the Sticks is a rock band. And then Rush had a song about the river, going by the river Sticks by flickering torchlight uh-huh. and all that. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you know. So I'm, I'm, I'm assuming we're going to see a lot of that. We've already kind of heard snippets that that's coming. I don't know when, but at some point in time, we'll see it. Rock music really informs people. It doesn't it's it, just, it's a Yeah, I didn't learn any of that from rock music. I learned all that in, in oh, high school. Oh, you got to check out mythology. some Rush. They'll, they'll, you know, yeah. Anywho. teach you. So anyhow, that's all the notes I have. Yeah, because that was a very interesting... Uh, Nimue steps off. Now, one last thing here is Nimue said, we're all here. In yes. the flesh. Yes. So they're all here in the flesh. That's a tiny bit disturbing. Mm-hmm. All the dark ones in the flesh, which actually is an interesting thing because if they're here in the flesh, they can be wounded. Destroyed. Exactly. Yeah, they're all in the same place. Exactly. And not, now. Yeah. I'm just going to call this right now. My theory is somehow, some way, all the other dark ones are going to get destroyed, except Rumple mm-hmm. and Nimue. Okay. Now, Rumple because he is no longer the dark one. That dark one, Rumple, dark one, won't be there. I don't. I can't imagine. Right. Because he already exists as a person. Person. He's he can't right, come right, back. Right. right. But maybe he will anyway, just in case, because you know. Whatever. Or what if it turns him, the rumple that we know, Mr. Gold, dark? You know what I mean? Well. But bottom line is, I think, yeah, yeah. I know. But what I'm saying is, anyway, rumple will not be destroyed and Nimoy won't until the very, very end. Nimoy is the one that has to be destroyed. All right. So uh, it's very sad because the the actress that plays Nimoy is very beautiful. Yeah, she's very lovely. She looks very different. Yeah, yeah, it's the dark yeah. one, and yeah. I, I miss her the other way. So, anyhow, that's all the notes I have. Mm-hmm. So we want to mention one more time. I know that uh, we have a lot more downloads early on with the first thoughts. So, if you are going to be doing any travel during the hiatus or any time, actually, mm-hmm. we would ask that you would use our official travel agent, which happens to be. This is no joke. Mm-hmm. My mother-in-law, mm-hmm. Colleen's true. mother, mm-hmm. we use her a lot, and she well, sets she, up our travel. And she has almost fifty years' experience yeah. doing travel. Mm-hmm. 
She worked for the airlines a million years ago. Uh, she's been doing this since before I was born. And she actually has been teaching travel for travel at a local yep. college for over 30 years. So she knows her stuff. She's been all over the world and she's very, very good at knowing things that, you know, you can't find out just by going online. Yep. You may not know just by, you know, going so to a, you can, a, a, an online travel site. You can book a trip based on where you want to go, but mm -hmm. the information that you might need on while you're going there and when you get there right. you it's very very helpful to have somebody who knows yeah. and who can tell you yeah besides asking questions on facebook yeah so uh we would ask that you would go to once upon a time podcast.com slash travel agent all one word and that'll give you the phone number that you can call or please call and mm -hmm. you can get your travel set yep. up and she can work Jeannie. with you no matter where you are yes yeah, her name All is right. Jeannie. So. so, and don't forget our Amazon affiliate link for yes. holiday shopping if you're going to be doing that. So, please, please, please use our affiliate link, and I believe it's onceuponatimepodcast.com/slash/store, mm -hmm. and we get a small percentage, and you get whatever you want. And so, Black Friday, Cyber Monday. Red Thursday, whatever day you want, any day, any day from now till the end of the year and beyond. So please use that because we know that you shop Amazon because mm -hmm. we do. I think yeah. everybody does. Most people do. So thank you for that. And that's all I have. I want to send big love out to everyone. And remember, big love is so big that you can't keep it all. Take what you need and pass on the rest however you want to mm -hmm. to someone else because we all need it and those people around you need it too. So that's it. And next Saturday we'll record our our uh, main sure. show. Mm -hmm. And then the final mid-season winter finale will be next Sunday. I know. Crazy. So swan song. It sounds very foreboding. But, yes, uh, it does. We'll see what happens then. Yeah. So thanks so much for listening, however you found us, and thank you for spreading the word, retweeting, and all that. We really appreciate it. So take care, guys, and we will talk to you soon. See ya. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of the Once Upon a Time Fan Podcast. This is a Rony Zone Media production. Our website is onceuponatimepodcast.com. You can contact us by going to onceuponatimepodcast.com slash contact. You can also connect with us on social media by going to onceuponatimepodcast.com slash connect. If you enjoy what we do and would like to support us, we invite you to go to onceuponatimepodcast.com slash support. There's a number of ways that you can help us out, and we truly thank you for it. The Once Upon a Time Fan Podcast, where you experience more of the magic of ABC TV's Once Upon a Time.